it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, it still says recording. Yeah, it's because Yeti's still recording. Just close your Zoom. But somebody's got to stop the recording. He will when he gets home. Are you sure? What are you going to stop it? I don't know. Don't worry about it. Just close the Zoom. All right, see ya. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Hi, guys. Yes. Good morning. We have internet. It has been, my hotel checked me out. And so I called them. I was like, hey, my Wi-Fi is not working. They're like, you checked out. And I was like, I can tell you I'm still here. Like, (laughs) I've been here. I don't like (laughs) these hotels. I don't like these hotels when they like, it's like, I'll leave when I want to leave. Okay. I'm not gone yet. Yeah, I still have another night too. Like they like for real check me out. She's like, okay, well, we have to check you back in. Is this locally? You haven't moved into your apartment yet? No, I'm in Raleigh for a wedding. Uh, Um, And uh, yeah, it's super exciting. Raleigh. (laughs) Raleigh's a big, a big, I remember when we were on ESPN radio, it was like Miami. And for some reason we were huge in Raleigh. It was like, like when we would always get (laughs) feedback from all the ESPN people of where we're good and where we're bad for some reason we crushed in raleigh so shout out to raleigh i need to use that to my advantage yeah so lucy welcome uh welcome to the show good to have you on happy to be here you are smiling (laughs) ear to ear dad (laughs) i am this is exciting and i want to start uh before we uh dive into who the hell uh lucy rodine is and why she joined the (laughs) levitard show i want to give you a lucy quiz um because you're very young Oh, no. yeah, you're very young. So I'm testing your pop culture knowledge on old Lucy stuff. You just okay. want to ask about I Love Lucy. Yeah, okay, go ahead, you, Dad. Okay, okay I can I do love Lu- Okay, in, in the 1950s, I Love Lucy was a huge uh, TV sitcom. What two stars start in that? <laughs> like their actual names or their names in the show? Uh, they're they're actual names like like Lucy was played by who and her husband was played by who? Lucille Ball and then um what is his name R- Ricky is like Ricardo something right that was his, his stage name character name oh stage name but I can't remember his name you yeah need I need a lifeline I need it Desi Arnaz oh He's, I knew that that's you correct said it and I knew it immediately okay I think Christopher just googled it no Dad I knew that did not look that up. Okay, number two, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds was a big hit song for two different artists. Who were they? For two different artists? I know the Beatles, but I don't know what the other one is. Oh, look at Yeti. Now let's use the Yeti. Let's use the Yeti lifeline. Go ahead. I'm curious if Greg is going the way I am, but are you are you going to throw out William Shatner? No, no, because it was a it hit was not for a him. Hit. He did a very weird version of it. And it's kind of become right. a cult hit. No, yeah, a cult hit, but not a Billboard hit. Elton John had a number one, oh, of course, hit yeah. with "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds." Okay, I'm going to listen to that after this. Yes, you should. How do we feel about remakes? How do we feel it's about great. people taking popular songs and redoing them? 
I don't love it, but sometimes yeah. it'll be like better than the original. There's a yeah. few times yes. where it's worth it. Uh, Joe Cocker's with a little help from my friends. That was good. That's better than the than the Beatles version. That's one of the yeah. rare Beatles covers I think is better than the original. Yeah, the Elton John version of Lucy in the Sky was actually very trippy and psychedelic. I liked it more for that reason. And and uh, John Lennon actually played the guitar in the background on that song, but he was credited as Winston O'Boogie. Ah. His <laughs> it's his yeah. middle name. Is uh, okay, the final question in our Lucy quiz for Lucy Rodine is... I'm doing bad. <laughs> well, you're doing okay. You know, you're, you're a young whippersnapper. These are, these are old pop culture <laughs> questions. Lucy in the Peanuts comic strip, what's her last name? Oh, my God. I have literally no clue. I didn't know they had last name. I knew oh Charlie Brown God. had a last name, but I didn't know the rest of them did. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Lucy had a last name, and her last name was... Van Pelt. Yeah. Lucy Van Pelt. Yeah, not in a million years would I've gotten that. Slish okay. trivia. Just <laughs> Okay, now, now I'm going to ask you a question you're guaranteed to know. What is uh, your and, name? <laughs> that's right. What is your name? <laughs> and why do you mispronounce your own last name? That it's would be my question. Lucy Rodine, and I think it's the dumbest last name ever. I don't know why it's pronounced that way. I'm asked. I'm like, is this really what we want to do? Like, we're just making it difficult for ourselves. And my dad's always like, it's our family history, which I'll be honest, <laughs> I don't really care about. I have like very distant <laughs> relatives who have changed the spelling of the name because they hate how like off it is from the pronunciation. I don't know why it's pronounced that way, but I think it's pretty stupid and <laughs> I would like to change it. So they change the spelling instead of the pronunciation. Yeah, so they'll spell it. So R-O-H-D-E-N, it's spelled Rodin, pronounced Rodin. Am I like great? cousins or some shit they're r-o-h-d-e-e-n they throw two e's in uh, there i feel like it should be r-h-o instead of r-o-h people spell it wrong that way all the time but uh, that one doesn't like bother me as much i think it's more the den at the end when it's supposed to be dean like why well, can't just spell it how it's pronounced for the love of god i don't that care R about the history at that all. our last name is like if you just look at it it's like caught or coat yeah. or, or like coat yeah no it's terrible it's it's a bad name um what? when i first met uh <laughs> another new addition to the show charlotte wilder fabulous name just Great a name. fabulous name when i first met her um i complimented her on her name i said she sounded <laughs> like an early 20th century novelist yeah charlotte wilder is a novelist name uh lucy rodine if you could tweak your name what would you call yourself like if you had a pseudonym like what's a better name for you than lucy rodine just totally disrespecting lucy by the way you're like god what a great name charlotte wilder has well lucy it, what's yeah, up with your name, name. I, like I think that. Lucy is a great first name but it i'll is. give you a rodine yes. terrible last name there is okay. nothing good about it <laughs> Okay. I don't know um, what I would do. It's a it's I, a ridiculous question, Lucy. You don't have to have an yeah, answer for this. No, My no, dad is it's, it's ridiculous. Lucy Van Pelt. What about that? <laughs> That's a great name. You should start calling yourself Lucy Van Pelt and see if any Peanuts comic strip fans uh, are up in arms. Lucy, I, I, I'm going to ask you this because I'm I'm honestly curious and don't know. How did it come about that you joined Meadowlark Media and the Levitard Show? Like, who makes that call? Who reached out to you? Did you talk to somebody from the show? Like, how does that whole thing happen? It's wild how simple it was. Mike <laughs> Ryan DM'd me on Instagram, and that's literally how it happened. Most of our conversations happened over Instagram. And then finally, he got my phone number, and we talked on the phone one time. And he was like, all right, cool. You're going to work here now. 
And I was like, yes. And that was literally how it went in Instagram DM. This is how you, who needs LinkedIn folks? Just, just, just get some producer to DM you. (laughs) It was literally so weird. That's how, that's how Yeti's here too. Just, just slide in the DM. That's true. (laughs) That that was, we, we had a zoom, uh, a zoom with Yeti and, uh, and hired him right away. Um, so Lucy, moving forward, I know you're, you're really into college football. You're a social media crazy person. Antiquing. Yeah antiquing uh, like moving forward what do you see as your role with the show what do you want it to be because this is a, an organization where you can probably pretty much shape what you do oh I, I love college football so much that's like my my go-to i love college football i really love women's college basketball as well it's easy when the best player in the country goes to your school that makes it super fun oh. um i would die for her just saying caitlin clark what? if you need a kidney <laughs> call me um, what's your relationship like, with caitlin i love caitlin clark um, like she's she, my favorite basketball player right now honestly she she follows me on Twitter and I check pretty much once a week. I'm like, did I upset her? Do I, does she still follow me? I want to make sure she does. Um, she's literally the only person I do that with too, just because I'm like, ah. And then I went to, I did like some media stuff with Meta at the final four this year. And I asked her some really stupid questions and she loved them. And I could tell by the way she looked at me that she really loved me a lot. Wow. The connection. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, she hasn't followed up on that, but I can. I think she's just <laughs> nervous. We have about three seconds before my dad says, "Hey, can you get her on the Greg Cody show?" Like, just I'm just telling you, like <laughs> that's gonna happen, Lucy. Please just ignore him. She would be the tallest person ever on our show, I believe, other than Ron Miguel. How long? How tall is Caitlin? She's like, I think five ten. She might be taller though. I think Sarah's oh, taller oh, than oh, that. That's very disappointing. She's tall. I thought she was like six four. Let me look. I might. I might be off on that. Something about me is heights. I'm not good at. Like if what I a weird her, thing to say. She's well, the tallest person to ever appear on this podcast. Well, she like would be. Had, I mean, we've had so many tall people appear on this we, podcast. No, we haven't. Ron McGill on who else? Oh, she's six foot. She's six foot. I was off okay. on that. That's more like it. All right. Yeah, Sarah's close to that. R- Mike Ryan is six three. All right. Who's the tallest person we've ever had? Ron McGill, Mike Ryan. Ron McGill, six, Yeti. five, six, six. I'm six, one. All right, they don't count. We don't count. They don't count. Which, um, that, the real point here is, is we're getting bogged down on this because you made the statement for some reason that she's the tallest person <laughs> ever to join this podcast. <laughs> okay. like, this is not our fault that we're in this place. Okay. You're like, why are you guys doing that? That doesn't matter. Why are we talking about this? No, no, you're right. You're right. All right. Uh, Lucy, I want to get to estate sales for just a second because oh, I think estate sales are absolutely creepy. I think it's okay. like daylight grave robbery. You're buying dead people's cherished items. Dad, you say this as someone who enjoys going to a cemetery. Correct. <laughs> well, that's true. I, I love cemeteries. I love going to cemeteries. Like if we're on vacation somewhere and we drive by a cemetery, my dad's like, I got to go get out and walk through that thing. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, we Just... went to one in Alaska, as a matter of fact. No, we didn't. Yeah. Remember? No. Well, I did. You and Grayson were down at the on the water line, just up the the hike there. There was um a, a little cemetery. It was it the saddest cemetery I've ever seen. Not that they're not all sad in their own way. Lucy has has this topic. Everyone has snatched on to you being the antique person and going to estate sales. Has this topic jumped the shark yet? Are we? In rerun, have you done this topic so much on the show that it's almost redundant now to do this topic? Yes, we we have beat this horse very much. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I like Calmly, talking my racehorse. Yeah, I like talking about it, so I don't mind at all, and I love it because people will send me things they see, so it makes it easier for me. Okay, so your your prized possession is your jukebox. We all know that. Yeah. Um, 
Is it a working jukebox? I don't know if I've asked you that. It's it is, but it's like not. It plays CDs yeah. in the radio, so it's as modern as a jukebox. I guess not because if it were Bluetooth, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but it's like it plays CDs, which is wild. Because um, I also have a record player, which is not antique. Everybody my age has a record player yeah. now. Um, I got one of those. Yeah, yeah you like have I have to, one as well. But I'm into wax, Jack. <laughs> yeah, so I, I love have wax, Greg. None of, no one's going to get that. Except for maybe me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I got 25. Shellax, Jack. <laughs> At 25. I literally have record albums older than Lucy and T-shirts, quite frankly. Uh, Lucy, how important is music in your life? Um, I would say it's pretty important. I like music quite a bit. I love going to concerts. Just the, the right amount of importance. Just like yeah. it, it exists. I like it. Yeah. I won't. I'm not uh, going to like die for it but i would be next in line like right under die for it wherever that seems like a healthy rich dad she has a healthy relationship with music it seems like okay what do you like more caitlin clark or music um that's really tough why would you what's happening right now make me do that Uh, um okay (laughs) because i'm a sadist quite frankly lucy we played this game we played this game a few months back where we were like for the right price would you give up something you're like yeti has said because he's way into music like what was the price we came up with yeti like for like two million dollars like could i pay you three million dollars yeti to never listen to music again the answer was no and it was basically i would um since this was easier since i'm you know since we've got kids running around distracting us it would be easier to give up sex for a price than music right he was willing to uh, give up sex as opposed to music yet lucy college sports antiquing what's the thing that i would have to put the biggest price on for you to never watch again if he i think i think it would be college sports music pretty one two maybe even like one a one b you give me five million dollars and i'm just gonna see what life is like without music i'm gonna at least deal with that see if i can handle it yeah five million ain't enough that's not yeah i'll burn that's not i wouldn't yeah (laughs) do you ever get those like i don't know what your streaming service of choice is but you'll get like your end of the year how much music you listen to and mine's always like 150,000 minutes and i'm like oh you know what? Maybe I don't it's want to hear music. I listen right. quite a bit. I can only imagine Yeti's time on that. Jeez. It, it, you'd be surprised, actually, because I listen to more podcasts than I do anything. Oh, wow. But oh. music is what heals my soul more. 150,000 so. hours of Levitard show for Yeti. It's disgusting the amount of pods I listen to every day. But it's just, I just love that discussion. I know we've done it before. I just wanted to bring Lucy and Dad back to you, your show. So, Lucy, uh, what is the last concert you saw? Um, I saw Dead and Co. in L.A. Stugatz you, would be very proud. Did you of do that just to get in with Stugatz? You're like, if I, I go to this, then I can say this to Stugatz, and then we'll be cool. I have liked that my parents are deadheads, so I've liked the dead most of my life. Like my first dog's name was Jerry for Jerry Garcia. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, yeah, so they were like <laughs> real deadheads, but I didn't want it to be like a whole bit where people thought I really liked the dead just to get in with Stugatz. So I've been very like chill about it. Like I'm like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna walk around parading it, but I do right. really like the dead. So I saw them in LA. What's your favorite song by theirs? Shake Shakedown Street. Um, because there's this part in the song. It's like bum 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 bum. bum. And my and they have words there, but they're kind of hard to decipher. So when we were little kids, my dad convinced us that they said something about him, <laughs> and I spent <laughs> years. My like fun fact in school is like the Grateful Dead wrote a song about my dad. I like your dad <laughs> a lot everyone. right now in this moment. He loves to lie. 
He is a liar. <laughs> Call him Jim Harbaugh the way he lies. I love it. <laughs> no, I have a follow-up oh, question to that. Um, Lucy and I are from the same part of North Carolina. Greg, she actually grew up 45, 45 minutes south of me. So, Lucy, who is your favorite musician or, or your favorite music group from North Carolina? North Carolina musician or music group? That's tough. I don't really know. Like, I listened to country when I was a kid, but it hasn't, like, stuck. So maybe I can go, like, Eric Church went to App State, so I, I'll, maybe I'll claim him. Mm. Oh, what about Luke Combs? Luke Combs also went to App State. Oh, they get a guy. lot of musicians there. Big Luke Combs guy. Fast Car, remake, full circle. We were talking about remakes, Fast Car, Luke Combs. I do like North that Carolina. one. Very uh, faithful version. When somebody makes a remake, I like them to tweak it a little bit. If you're going to make a remake yeah. that sounds just like the original, why, yeah. Yeah. why bother? It's a huge hit, so he did something right. Yeah. What no, it the- is. It's a huge hit. <laughs> One of the coolest covers I've ever heard. I don't know if you guys know. They're a big band, but Greta Van Fleet. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. They did a cover of Adele's Rolling in the Deep, and it's one of the coolest songs I've ever heard in my life. Like, it sounds really? completely different. It's so awesome. I'll send it. I'll send it. They uh, Greta Van Fleet uh, gets a lot of criticism for being like a, a Led Zeppelin ripoff. Yeah, they, they're like flat. I love Led Zeppelin, I would say, is might be my favorite band. I really love Led Zeppelin. Um, they're like flowery Led Zeppelin. I It is like a bit right. of a ripoff. And I think their best songs are always covers, which I'm like, okay, that's a little, that's a little red flag there. But like, I'm not going to yeah. be mad about having some sort of like resurgence of like rock music in modern times. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just going to enjoy it, have a good time. I know Greta Van Fleet mainly from this YouTube clip. I mean, no, 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 this TikTok. <laughs> Have you yeah. seen this thing? This like SNL performance. It's just like, ah, ah, ah. yeah. He like, I, I can't what? think of the exact lyrics. <laughs> Yeti and Lucy both know what I'm talking about. Based <laughs> on their reactions. I, I was thinking of a different one. There, there's just, a different one I, where it, it just shows that them like leading up to a, to a to a um a climactic moment in the song, and then he's just like. <laughs> I got that one too. <laughs> I gotta look this up. I want to play. I don't even know if we're allowed to play this, but I'm playing it for my dad right now. Sure, we can. Stay a while. <laughs> okay. I'm is telling that... you, this is on my algorithm once every two days, and oh, it's my gosh. only knowledge of Greta Van Fleet. And I yeah. like it. I've watched the entire performance because it gets me. This one little clip, I'm like, I got to check out the performance now. They sound like that pretty much all the time. Yeah. So, Lucy, you um grew up where? Like it, you, from North Carolina to Iowa. Like, how does that work? Where did you uh, actually grow up? I grew up in North Carolina. So I grew up right outside of Winston-Salem. Um, I lived in like this little suburb, Clemens. And then my family moved to like kind of a redneck part of town. Uh, they live in this. It's advance it's spelled advance yeah Yeah. spelled advance pronounce advance and if you pronounce it advance people are really mean to you about it (laughs) yeah they should be there's like a thousand people there um but that's where my family's at now but my dad i was born in iowa my dad and his side of the family is from iowa and so i grew up like a huge iowa fan i knew i didn't want to go in state um so that's how i just like ended up in iowa for school like i didn't just wake up one day and was like this is where i want to (laughs) live I want to. I want to be right. in Iowa. Did you go to West Forsyth? I yeah, it. I did go to West Forsyth. That's where Chris Paul went to school, yeah. Greg. Not that you are there at the same time, but uh, an advance like ten so, minutes um, from where Caleb Martin is from. Yeah, a who's who? Caleb Martin. 
Oh, I have a whole map of like cool people from the Piedmont Triad area of North Carolina, and now I get to add Lucy to it. And every now and again, I send it to Jeremy Taché, and I'll show him people like John Skipper, ten minutes from John Coltrane, <laughs> to Andrew Streeter, who grew up in the same town that John Coltrane did. To me, I'm up north. We've got Caleb Martin from Moxville, Ben Folds from Winston Salem, and now we get to add Lucy. I'm incredibly familiar with North Carolina. What a what a dinner party this would be. I know, I know. <laughs> and. There's that murderer that lived near me, the the Satan worshiper, Pazuzu. That's right. I'd invite him wow. to the party. <laughs> yeah, he would, okay. he's kind of a downer. With due respect to Caleb Martin, I don't know if he qualifies for this conversation, wow, but, but Andrew uh, Streeter does. For your dad. <laughs> well, no, I didn't. I didn't say that either. Quite frankly, John Coltrane does. I'll I'll give him that. Uh, Lucy, tell me about your family and your upbringing. Um. So I have. This is the most parent- generic questions, Dad. Yeah, you have these okay. all written down. Where are you no. from, Lucy? <laughs> Tell us about your family. I'm curious. God, I'm getting to know Lucy. I don't Barbara know Walters much about her. her. Just Barbara I'll Walters. Tell you what. No, no. Here's the thing. First of all, make it I'm more specific than tell me about your up. <laughs> tell me about your upbringing. <laughs> like, okay. All right. You want a specific question? What's so great about Iowa corn? Seriously, <laughs> because I feel like corn's corn. No, corn is corn. There's a difference. It's one, it's better. Like when you go to Iowa and you have corn, you can like actually tell you're like, wow, this feels very farm to table here. It's very good. Um, People will love to, Nebraska loves to call themselves the corn huskers. They love to pride themselves on that when they're not the number one corn producing state in the country. You know, why would I not want to go to number one? No, I I guarantee half of them from my my wife grew up in Omaha. I guarantee most of them go over the river and get their stuff. Like the best steaks I've had were in Omaha, but they came from Iowa. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was in Omaha for two weeks, the longest two weeks of my life for a college World Series in the 80s. And the steaks I had there were the best, I have to say. It's not as good as Prime 112. You guys can. Yeah, they were. I've <laughs> been to Prime 112. <laughs> Way yeah, better. Probably Way better. Okay. Now, Lucy, I want you to shame. Lucy, what's your favorite color? By <laughs> actually, I, I am curious about your favorite color because mine is forest green. You don't get the show at second favorite color. Okay, forest green, that's a good one. I've been into like powder blue. Is there Lucy, a color he blue. is there a color he could have said that you would have been like, that's bad? Um when people are like brown. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, brown's not a good color. Yeah. What is the color of your hotel room? It looks like uh uh sea uh, foam green. It's sea more green gray. It's oh. like a ugly is it gray? little gray. Yeah, oh, it's it must not. be the lighting. It's okay. it's really gray outside. It's not a pretty day for a wedding, I'll tell you that. Right. Oh, it's an outdoor wedding? No, thank God. Isn't that good luck? That's what that's what people say. It, it's just something people it's say because real. they don't want like they're like, damn, this sucks. My it's raining on my wedding. What can we say that'll make me feel better? Oh, this is good luck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's I was at an outdoor gross. wedding once in my life. Uh, it was under a giant canopy of a giant ficus tree and a bird literally shit right <laughs> on my shoulder. I was wearing a tuxedo. I think I was in the wedding party, but not the groomsman or whatever that's called. And it was the only time in my life I've been shit on by a bird at an outside (laughs) wedding. Hopefully that doesn't happen to you. (laughs) Maybe there's birds indoors. It's indoor, I think. It's also like 98 degrees outside. Yeah, right. It's it's brutal. That can't be the only outdoor wedding you've ever been to. Yeah, no way. I think it is. I've sat at like three yeah. outdoor weddings with you. You know, you're right. I haven't. <laughs> there was that one on the beach. I can't even remember who got married. That one on the beach. Somebody got married on the beach. I, I can't remember. Christy's over here laughing because she's been to like three outdoor weddings. Like you just say things. <laughs> like, I know. I'll probably. Caitlin Clark's like, 
the tallest person ever. Like, (laughs) we should probably go to break on that. Good job, Dad. (laughs) Well, when we come back from break, I want Lucy to answer the question about her family and her upbringing. Okay. And I want it to be such a great answer that you are shamed for mocking the question. That's what I want. Stay tuned. Well, then I'll have to lie. (laughs) Uh, That's fine. We encourage lying. (laughs) I lied when I said it was the only outdoor wedding I've been to. We're celebrating, and who isn't celebrating this right now? The four-year anniversary of Greg (laughs) Cody night. Yeah. Who celebrates a four-year anniversary? I feel like we should have waited a year. Now, now there's a line in that song that reminds me of, because Lucy, you weren't like, my dad got to throw out the first pitch. He did take me out to the ball game. He went up to the announcer's booth and got to announce for a half an inning, like players' names. We have to replay Yeti right now. Insert the clip of my dad trying to say Encarnacion. Oh, was, yeah. I forget the guy's first name, but it was Yeltsin. some guy named something Encarnacion, and he just. Encarnacion! Oh, it was just. Let's take a trip down memory lane in Greg Cody's Wayback Machine. Back in it. I want to know if $15. any of you have heard you. anything in your lives more minor league than this. Stepping to the plate, number 13, Yeltsin and Carson and Please quit playing that. Yeltsin and Carson and Carnacion! Yeltsin and Carson and Carnacion! Yeah. I may have had a few beers. The beers may have been talking. I'm not sure. You do more than a few. That was my night, you know. No, Lucy, Lucy, it was also, it wasn't just Greg Cody night. It was Bark in the Park night. Yeah. It was Christmas in July, Buddy the Elf night. So dress yep. like Buddy the Elf or wear a Santa hat. It was mm-hmm. also free car, uh, free used car giveaway night. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> won a used car. Wait a minute. Bill Fortner accidentally won a used car. That's in the song. That is the best part about Latin night is that they're giving away a car. 
And so people in our suite, friends of ours who came with us, were like, hey, I'll, I'll put my name in a drawing. And all of a sudden, <laughs> we're announcing the drawing. My dad is pulling out the winner. And he says somebody in our suite. And the guy <laughs> felt so uncomfortable. It was like some guy was a friend of a friend. He felt so uncomfortable about the fact that people were going to think it was rigged that he's just like, I'm good. I don't need the car. I don't want people to like, it was so awkward. There was like a 10 second where like the people with the team are like, wait, it's you. Is this real? And then it was just awkward. And he's just like, forget it. Pick another one. It was it, to this day. I can remember the awkwardness of that moment. Yeah, but oh, some, guy, some, guy named, car. some guy named oh. Bill Fortner. That's it. I wrote, yeah, tried to give Bill Fortner a used car. That's in the song. Oh. And uh, yeah, what a night. What a night. Oh, I missed that in the song. I'm going to have to re-listen. Anyways. Um, hey, Morgan. It's Morgan from Australia. It is time for Morgan from Australia. It is time for Women's World Cup Update, which is brought to you this week by our sponsor, our partnered sponsor, Morgan from Australia, The Greg Cody Show. have partnered friends. Cheats and Giggles, sponsoring right. this segment. They, are, they have sent Morgan two World Cup games sheetsgiggles.com like i'm telling you guys we tell you every week folks this company wants to do fun crap with us and with people that are friends with us so support them sheetsgiggles.com slash greg promo code nice hat exactly right support them look at us they couldn't do this without us well, they couldn't do it without me because like you is an australian they need me <laughs> so, exactly. so morgan what are you what are you doing out there like what games are, you, are they sending you to explain what's going on yeah, so I'm going to Australia, Canada on Monday. Ooh, that's a big match. That's the biggest. Um, it is do or die for us. And then I'm going to Jamaica, Brazil during the week and going to Sydney on the weekend. And then I'll go to the one of the round of 16 games on Monday. Can we check in on, on, on Morgan right now? Because Australia, how are we doing? We are we're coming to grips with um, the reality of losing 3-2 to Nigeria. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. Nearly almost losing 3-1 to Nigeria, which would have been an absolute disaster. Um, getting a late goal in, I think, the 11th minutes of stoppage time has given us a slither of hope. At least we're still alive with a chance on Monday. So I'm telling you there's a chance. I'm not sure it's a good one, but <laughs> we live to fight another day, which is enough at this stage. And the um, Netherlands? But- How are the Netherlands doing? I like the Netherlands, the orangey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you pre- I don't know how you pronounce that, but it looks nice. I don't know. Um, they did quite well against you, didn't they? Yeah. Yep. Why do we say the? Why, can't we just say Netherlands? Why is it always the Netherlands? Uh, how does that work? Why can't we just call them Holland? Well, why are you the United States? Yeah, it, just United States. The United States. Speaking of which, um, the United <laughs> States did not. They haven't played well in this World Cup. I'm going to say that. 3-0 over Vietnam is nothing to brag about. 1-1 with Netherlands is a disappointing result. And now they, they have to win or tie against Portugal. They have, I, I read something today where even the players are saying we haven't found our sink yet. Um, I think Alex Morgan looks old, quite frankly. Um, what, what's your impression of the U.S. performance so far, Morgan? I think that perhaps we thought they were further into the transition than they are and that there was like a gelling between the two, like they'd meshed the previous generation with the new generation, and I don't think that has appeared that way. I Like on talent alone, they could probably keep progressing through this, but they don't seem to be the world beaters they have been previously. So it'd be interesting um, to see how they go. I, they should take care of Portugal, but then again, you would be expected um, 
more dominant performances so far, I would have thought. So you are in Australia. There are a ton of, you know, nationalities, fan bases coming in. What's a group that surprised you with how intense they've been or how many people have been there? Like what, what country's doing that for you? I'm not surprised, but the Irish, because they just love a party. They were the first team eliminated. They don't give a shit. They don't care at all. <laughs> that, they could not care less. They love a party. They love a beer. They like to sing. You can't understand them when they're drunk. It's great. <laughs> so much respect. <laughs> oh, no, we love them. We love them. When you're not going to these games, like, are you just having fun out and about with all the, is there a lot of like yeah. energy around the World Cup? It's hard to say because Melbourne, where I live, is not playing a big part in the World Cup because when FIFA are all into town, they take full control of the stadiums. So they change the name of the stadiums, they take down all the paraphernalia, um, and they kind of just, they own you now. And we don't allow that here because we don't stop our football for anybody. Um, So we won't move our stadiums. They can't use the Melbourne Cricket Ground, which holds 100,000 people. So... They're only playing wow. smaller games here, and they, which only I think the capacity is like thirty thousand. So we've given them one stadium, even though we have three. Oh no, two others with a higher capacity. We just won't let them use. Um, Morgan, how terrifying are uh, how terrifying are wombats? <laughs> no, not terrifying at all. Oh, Greg, I'm no, 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 they don't do anything. They're fat. They, if you hit one in your car, you'll you'll absolutely ruin your car because they're like just built bricks. Then so a kangaroo is the danger. Yeah, they're they're super fast though. The, the wombat fast. looks Greg, slow. Greg, it is slow. Okay, let me tell you something about a wombat. I'm, oh, I'm speaking to an Australian. Dad, you find yourself you get yourself last okay. last week you didn't know geography, and now you're like you're just you're 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 doing okay. one thing just, every segment <laughs> with Morgan where it's just like okay, no, I, I, I I'm gonna say everything. something. I've got notes on the facts from last week. You can go, Greg. Okay. I'm going to say something that will sound ridiculous. And then everybody who hears this is going to Google it and look it up. And they're going to say, you know what? He was right. Here's the following statement. A wombat runs 100 meters almost as fast as Usain Bolt. That's it. I find that hard to believe. My my dad has me Googling how fast is a wombat now. I mean, geez. That's my wombat fact. And while they look that up, Morgan, I got to ask you one more question. Put this in perspective for me. Is is soccer? Soccer's not as big, is it, in Australia as rugby and cricket? Not rugby. So our like our main sport is Australian rules football. Um, okay. So that's that's what is in Melbourne. That's what I like. Oh, this is annoying. My dad's right. <laughs> um, I'm just so we, I'm looking at a Daily Mail headline that says how wombats can outrun Usain Bolt. Just one of the joyous facts in the magical book about the diversity of animal life by an Oxford academic. Thank you. You're welcome. You know what makes them like it more? That they choose not to because you never see one run that fast. They choose (laughs) to not do it. Yeah, they're lazy. What's wrong with a wombat? Lucy got really excited when he brought up footy though. Yeah, I watched the footy championship for like, I had a buddy who was from Australia. So we went out to a bar and I watched the championship game this year, but I, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I think it was a blowout. It was kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. The team that was terrible that day beat my team the week before by one point. Uh, and so my team should have been playing, but yeah. they choked. So yeah, we were rooting for the guys that sucked. It's yeah, like, yeah. not enjoyable. I, I was not. I didn't turn it on because I was too heartbroken. So I drove to Sydney and back that weekend on my birthday. And they lost by a point, and oh, I had to spend the time with my mum. It was a shit day. <laughs> um, a shit. 
Touche. Um, so wombats don't run that fast. They choose not to. I don't care how many times I look it up. I'm just not going to believe it because I've never seen okay, one run take, ever. Take the loss, Morgan. Take the loss oh, on the wombat. No, no. Come on. No, I'm Greg the wombat whisperer. Um, hang on. So I've got more. I've got more corrections, Greg. So n- it's pronounced nullable. So where the golf thing is, it goes across the nullable. Oh, yeah. Plane. Yeah, it's How the air highway. The air highway. Air? E-Y-R-E is air. And it's 1,365 kilometres long, the golf, of course. Okay, which is 848 miles. Am I correct? Yeah, but no, that doesn't matter here. That's okay. that in, 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 insignificant amount of distance. Here in the States, we use miles, not kilometers. Yeah, everywhere else in the world, we don't. Okay. Morgan from Australia reporting live from the World Women's World Cup presented by Sheets Giggles. Guys, go to sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. This week, this week we are going to record something for Sheets and Giggles. We are going to see a koala. And for you, Greg, I will find a wombat. Nice. Thank you. I'm going to ask them to race me. Foot race. You should. I want (laughs) you to race a wombat. You'll get your ass kicked. Chris would. Chris would. Chris would beat a wombat for sure. Greg's Problem. going to try to okay. change Tyreek Hill's nickname to the to the wombat now. I am. He should instead of the cheetah. <laughs> I never said my mum is a wombat, and it's not because she's fast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, baby. All right. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg promo code nice hat twenty percent percent off the entire store. Do it for us. Do it for Morgan from Australia. She's got good content coming out next week from she, for, with Sarah Spain. Maybe no, no, that's that yeah, 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 no, no, no. But she's still coming here probably the week. Up. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how long it takes to do things. Um, <laughs> when, once I find Sarah Spain, like I've got to find her and nail her down because she's a busy woman, and much more important than I am. But I'm going to be, I'm going to be in the same city as her. I know where she's staying. I will park myself outside that hotel until she comes and talks to me. That's how it's done. Thank you, Morgan. That's not a crime at all. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. She told me. She told me where she was going. Like, yeah, you're good. Okay, yeah, that's on her. It's international crime. It doesn't matter. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Bye, Morgan. Thanks, Morgan. Bye, guys. Go Australia. Um, Lucy, getting back to uh, to our main guest here, Lucy Rodine, the new star of the Levitard Show. I have to ask you uh, a semi-serious college football question because that's your expertise. Okay. Uh, all right. From my vantage point, the ACC and the Big Ten rule. Uh, the Pac-12 is a dying carcass on the side of the road, uh, being eaten by by vultures. And the other team, the, the ACC and the Big Twelve, are sort of like in between. Um, we're, what's the state of the Power Five right now? And and if you're Miami and the ACC, how are you feeling? Are you feeling like ah, we're we're struggling right now, or I don't know? What, what, College football is in flux. I, I don't know what yeah. to make of it. It's crazy. It's no, it's an ever changing landscape. Uh, the thing with the Power Five is they can't technically die. There's like something written into like the NCAA, you know, bylaws or whatever that like the Pac 12 can't just like not exist anymore. It's clearly not going to be okay. a powerhouse anymore. If I am in the ACC, I am doing everything I possibly can to get out of that conference right now. They got a lot, like whoever signed that deal, whoever said, yeah, we want to be with ESPN for till 2036 is the dumbest person alive. That is because the market is changing so much. We're like, we're in a world right now where Rutgers gets more from their conference payout than Clemson, than Miami. You're telling me that Indiana football is making more than Miami. <laughs> that that should not be a thing, right. you know? Yeah, and so, that's correct. 
teams in the ACC, Clemson, Florida State, NC State, UNC, um, I believe maybe, not Virginia Tech. A couple teams snuck their way in there. The big powers in the ACC plus NC State, for some reason, is also (laughs) on the list. Met a few months ago because they were like so unhappy with this ACC like television deal they're locked into where they've like tried to explore options to leave. It really doesn't seem like a possible thing because you could buy your way out of the ACC and it's going to cost you quite a lot of money. But even if you do that, ESPN still owns your rights. So you could leave, join the big 10 and they wouldn't be able to show your games till 2036. So they're trying to change the ACC television like revenue share model where obviously Clemson football brings in more viewers, more eyes than Wake Forest. So they wanted to be, more distributed based off of eyes and kind of success rather than everyone gets an equal share. Where in the Big Ten, everyone is making so much money. Who cares if you're all getting an equal share? Lucy, as as you know, Mike Ryan's a huge Miami Hurricane guy. He's a golden cane, blah, blah, blah. And so I want you to school him on uh, on on what a real college football atmosphere is. How would you describe a Miami Hurricanes game in the context of a major SEC game or something like that in terms of that ambiance and what college football should be. She's not an SEC person. She's not. I mean, I guess she knows. I understand, but, yeah. but SEC is the big league. I'm sorry. It just is. The Big Ten, I think the I love the atmosphere of the Big Ten a little more than the SEC in the right. sense of like, one, I'm biased, but the SEC is more <laughs> of like it's more of a social event where the big 10 is just like, everyone's getting together to watch a football game. Or if you go to an sec game, everyone's dressed up. Like they're about to go like to a banquet or something yeah. after, which is <laughs> always so weird. Okay. Like I like wear a t-shirt to a football game. Like yes. I don't no no dress, <laughs> no heels. Like, why are you doing that? That's um, a good point. <laughs> it's dad, wild that, was, that they do that. That was but, a good job by my dad getting you riled up there by being like, how great are SEC games, Lucy? Go ahead. Talk about they, that. They are no, great. You're right. They're fun. But wear normal clothes to a football game. Um, I <laughs> yeah, love, the shirt and tie. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But I think the perfect way to describe it is I went to ACC Media Days last year and I asked a couple of players just like very gimme questions of like, what's the loudest stadium to play in? And the best answer I got was from a Virginia Tech linebacker who said, Miami is the loudest stadium I play in because they pump in so much crowd noise. <laughs> Do they? I don't even know that. It's it's not surprising. I mean, it's needed. Yeah. His coach was so pissed when he said that. But it was the perfect answer. Are there rules when it comes to how much sound can be pumped into a game? Uh, You definitely like there's they're breaking some rules. Like I, I Look, I grew up going to like Iowa games my whole life. That's a very loud stadium. They're not pumping noise into that. Um, but you have to like there has to be some sort of regulation. But Miami apparently pumps in a ton of crowd noise. Which like is not shocking. Seven people go to those games. Now, Dad, before yeah, we get I, out of here, I know you still have three dad jokes, uh, your three facts, Jack, and dad jokes. Do you, would you like to ask uh, Lucy any more, uh, you know, rudimentary questions? I wanted to ask her more about herself, and I don't care if the segment runs long, but I want to do this, uh, Lucy. I want you to describe to the audience what you were like, who you were at age six, at age twelve, and at age eighteen. Um, 18, I was drunk the whole time. That was yes. freshman okay. year. So, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I was, I loved Iowa, man. That was, what's the drink of choice? What's Lucy's drink of choice? Well, now I like in those days, first eight, first those, like, yeah. Oh my God. I would like, I was a vodka lemonade girly. Yes. And Iowa had this off brand vodka that you could only buy in Iowa called Hawkeye vodka. Yes. You would, that, you could like 
put that in your car and it would drive. Like it was so bad, but it was so cheap. So we would drink that all the time. That was horrendous. Um, when my brother started at Iowa, I was like, don't touch it. Just save yourself a lot of problems. Don't touch it. But I would do it like a vodka lemonade. 18, I was drunk the most, most of the time. Um, when I was six, I was always, I don't really remember being six very well. So right. I would assume I was cute. I would assume I yeah. was Horrible. See, this is one of those questions. In theory, I get what my dad's doing. Yeah. Here. Let's let's break your life down into six, 12. But dad, everybody's doing the same stuff at six and 12. Like you're a kid. Yeah. You're just a kid. That's what no, I was no, doing. No, no. At 12, we're, because 12 is one of those weird ages. At 12, you can be an asshole or you can still be a, a little kid. Like what were you at 12? I'm just curious. I was a very quiet kid. Like it was, I like came out of my shell in college. So I was really shy and quiet, which people have a hard time believing. But yeah, <laughs> I was, Did, it's weird that I'm on like a show now. What's your hangover cure like, hangover? to this day? Like if, you, if you're really hungover, what's, what's like, like, a, like a fast food burger or something? Like what's the big, the good cure? I'm a liquid IV girly. I oh, yeah. love that. Oh, wow. I got to pick some up today, actually. Um, do you pre-liquid IV? My wife's a big pre-liquid iv or Like before I, the wedding, she'll do a, a liquid IV. Yeah. I pre, I post, and if there's some way in between that I can like try to sneak one in, I will. I'm pretty decent about like going to Iowa taught me a lot, maybe not education-wise, but in the sense of like, here's how you drink. Like yeah. I'm really good about getting my waters in between because I don't enjoy being hungover, but if I am hungover the next day, I have to get like a McDonald's Coke. Oh, yes. It cannot, it cannot be a Coke from anywhere else. It has to be from McDonald's. And it can't be one of those new modern machines with like no. the seven different flavors of Coke. Give me it's, the old fashioned. Yeah. Put it up against the thing. To yep. Yeah. Give me the old. Yeah. That'll mm-hmm. cure whatever. I'm a big, it's not good for my liver. Chug a bottle of water, three Advil right before bed when you're drinking. And that's, that's, if I remember to do that, that's, that's that's I know that's terrible for my liver, but uh, it's 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 my hangover cure. So's the coke. Yeah, so's the, okay. so's the coke. <laughs> were you a sorority girl? No, I was not. Um, which some people are surprised by, but some people aren't. Yeah, I was. That was not my vibe. Yeah, I was also such a party school that like you don't. And there's so many bars. There's like 35 bars downtown that you don't need like to be in a sorority to go to a party there. Like you can just go to the bars and you're pretty right. I'm, allegedly I had a, we could, I certainly never had a fake ID, but if we say I did have one, it would, it worked very well. Yeah. So Lucy, are you now ready? <laughs> we save this for the end of the show always because it's such a popular segment and it's so great. I'm kidding. It's terrible. <laughs> it's the worst thing. And I just like to put it at the end because it annoys me. It's time for, what do you want first, Lucy? Do you want dad jokes or three facts, Jack? Let's let's close with dad jokes. So give me okay. three facts, Jack, which is my brother's name. <laughs> three facts, Lucy's brother. Yeah. All right, yeah. here we go. Hit the imaging, Yeti. There are three things that interest him. So sit right back for three facts, Jack. Okay. Okay. Number three. The famed Harlem Globetrotters touring basketball team has, across its 97-year history, named a wildly eclectic list of 10 honorary members. They are Henry Kissinger, Bob Hope, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Whoopi Goldberg, Nelson Mandela, Jackie Joyner-Kersey, Jesse Jackson, Robin Roberts, and two popes, John Paul II and Francis. Number two, I didn't say these were interesting facts. I just said they were three facts, Jack. Number two. And there's and you don't even lay out you don't even lay out a little bit to let us react, but it's fine. I had nothing on that. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. That's, that's it. Just that's you, yeah. you just played the game exactly how it's supposed to be played. He says a fact and we go, okay. Yeah. All right. Number two. Number, these are informative. They're facts. Just like a wombat outrunning Usain Bolt. They are just in fact. They are in fact facts. Yeah. Number two. Medical scientists consider the three most useless, unneeded parts of the human body to be the appendix, the tailbone, and wisdom teeth. Why does the tailbone hurt so much if it's so useless? I don't know. I, I don't know. Number one. <laughs> I'm trying here. Cauliflower. Cauliflower, the cruciferous side dish, is the only vegetable you can hear growing. The dense, crunchy plant grows as much as an inch a day and can eke out a barely audible sound that farmers call the cauliflower creek when the florets rub against each other as they grow. Some agriculturalists call it a soft squeak or the faint popping sound Rice Krispies make when submerged in milk. Hmm. How about that? Not okay. terribly uninteresting. All right. Okay. Now, cauliflower is having cauliflower. a moment right now. Is it not? I love buffalo cauliflower. Is it? What's your favorite variation of cauliflower? Because I'm going to go with cauliflower mash. Lucy? Uh, buffalo cauliflower is so good. Oh. That's my go-to. Like, if that's an app at a restaurant, I'm going to get it. You mean like buffalo sauce? Like the hot sauce? Yeah. They like, it's like a, like, it's almost like buffalo little nuggets, but it's like cauliflower nuggets. It's and like it's, a vegan shrimp, dad. It's like instead yeah. of bang, bang shrimp, you can get bang, bang wow. cauliflower. It's replacing a lot of stuff like that. It's really good. Like, you can tell the difference. Like, for sure, but it's good. That's what I mean. Cauliflower wow. here. Cauliflower having a moment yeah. right now. I did not know that. I'm not a cauliflower person. Um, cauliflower can be eaten raw as well, right? I mean, it's yeah. a vegetable. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and when when cooked, is it best cooked to soft softness or is it supposed to have a crunch? Like when you eat a buffalo cauliflower. I want a crunch. I mean, like most vegetables. Yeah. You want a little crunch. You want to like get a little sear on it. Like, yeah. you know, like the Brussels sprouts. Like you want those things. Torch those things. Yeah. Brussels sprouts. Okay. Like when you think the Brussels sprouts are done, leave them in for 10 more minutes and then serve them to me. Gotcha. Dad jokes. What does Jeff Bezos do before he goes to sleep? Steal from the poor. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good answer. But the answer is puts his pajamas on. Pudge Amazon. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Puts his Pudge Amazon. Oh, Pajamas on. Pajamas on. Amazon. The jam oh, Amazon at the end. Yeah. I was like, Pajamas. Uh, I was like, you're missing me. All right. It's very it. difficult to pronounce that word. It didn't help that Zoom messed up your audio like three times in a row on Pajamas. Uh, okay. Pudge Amazon. Okay. Number yeah. two. What dinosaur had the best vocabulary? I don't know. The thesaurus. Oh. See, these are terrible. Lucy. This is why <laughs> yeah. I, like, he wants to do this at the beginning of an episode. I'm like, just please just put this. No, you'd lose everyone. Please just put this at the back. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. What's the best way to never forget your accountant friend who died? This is so dumb. Go ahead. I don't know. Taxidermy. That's these my best epic. friend's an accountant. I'm going to send her that one. She'll this actually really like that. This is an all time bad <laughs> dad jokes like these are some usually there's one in there that we're like okay that was kind of funny this yeah. is just i'm embarrassed of the last five minutes of this podcast are you yeah there's two things we haven't gotten to but i don't think we have time no one more excerpt from the cody news which i wrote at age 13 we'll have to do that next time okay we'll do that next time and i also wanted to mention uh, an actual sports item you know uh, what wait no which... lucy seems to like the idea of a cody news all right so this it's... is my dad we're gonna read one excerpt it's... just go ahead 
Your tone is so okay. funny, Chris. <laughs> You're so done. <laughs> okay. The Cody news. Uh... No, no, no. We're doing this. No, no, no. We're doing this. All right. So last week we did. Uh, my dad unearthed these. Dad, do you have it? You can lift it up to the camera so Lucy can see. It's literally my dad when he was 12 years. It's really adorable. I make fun yeah. of it, but it's cute. At 13 years old, when printing was like just becoming a, like possible, my dad like printed out and, the, and there's little like headlines and there's little news stories that are just about his family. So go, go ahead, cute. dad. Read, read an excerpt. Give, give her something. Weapon discovered. Headline. They usually say headline first. Recently, Greg, while mucking around in the utility room, found a lethal weapon which was traced to be dad's the weapon was a large store-bought wooden slingshot dad apparently used the slingshot to shoot stray dogs that would come to bleep in our yard jesus that is that you just un, you just revealed you just revealed your dad to be uh, an animal abuser but okay i don't condone it is it a mouse recently mom was looking to our backdoor neighbors the mitchams and thought she saw some mice by their garbage cans and rapidly summoned dad, only to find that the mice turned out to be birds when they flew away. Crazy. All right. And this is and this is the second installment. Greg earns good pay. Oh, all right, Dad, that's enough. We've got enough. We got the gist. <laughs> Greg earned two dollars and fifty cents cutting a lawn owned by the Doolittles. Greg charged two dollars but got a fifty cent tip. You had a neighbor, you had the Doolittles that lived near you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't everyone? And on that note, he was a doctor. No, I'm just kidding. All right. We're going to end the <laughs> podcast there, Dad. I feel like we, that was a good way to just really get it, bring us home strong. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in, in closing, I want to congratulate uh, uh, Dolphins great Zach Thomas, who's go going into the Hall of Fame this coming week. And tune in next week because my dad hates Zach Thomas right now. No, I don't. It, it's a rumor. He's beefing it's, with it's Zach Thomas. <laughs> we will get into the nuts and bolts of this beef next week. Okay, there's a slight beef going on, but it's okay. Uh, Lucy Rodine from uh, the Levitard Show, Meadowlark Media. Um, when when you mentioned earlier that the ACC made a terrible deal with ESPN, I think the ACC commissioner at the time was John Swafford. Am I right? It might have been because Jim Phillips is more recent. You just wanted to yeah. flex your knowledge of ACC commissioners, right there. That's no, all and was. I want to say I want to say another thing that I've mentioned once on the Levitar show, but nobody re remembers it. And this is as surprising as a wombat outrunning Usain Bolt. John Swafford, the former ACC commissioner, is the brother of the famous singer Nielsen. I don't know who that is. All right. Good night, everybody. Okay. <laughs> Nielsen. Who had a famous <laughs> album, Nielsen Schmielsen. Anyway, are you feel I'm good about yourself? Up. Do you feel good about yourself? <laughs> Lucy, thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This podcast ended like 12 minutes ago. I'm telling you, Lucy. <laughs> we it, never it, know when it ends. It, this will sound way better in post than it feels. I'm telling you, this is my life with this podcast. You're going to leave this and be like, how'd that go? It, it cleans up well. It'll be fun. Okay. It'll <laughs> I'm excited. Thank you guys for having me. That was no, fun. All right. Yeah, this was. It fun. was fun. We enjoyed you it. You guys Thanks, are Lucy. trips. And that's how we do it. This is, this is how we roll. Just It's basically my dad doing podcast and I just yell at him. That's basically the podcast. I love the vibe. <laughs> I really do. Thank you guys so much. That was fun. You two are the best. Also, Greg, I'll show you on Tuesday. Yeah. There's some there's some graveyard TikToks I think you would like. Dice. Really? Yeah, this woman Ooh, cleans gotta, up all yes. these tombstones. I'll send them to you. They're really they're satisfying. Great, thank you. Look at you but, guys connecting. Yeah, no, I, that <laughs> I'll get I you love. on TikTok. You'll love it. Okay. All right. If you say so.